This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For all NBA, for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. Um, okay, so, <laughs> I mean, we've sort of already talked about Jordan, you know, but, um, I'm just so impressed with Moses Moody, you know, like, there's some things, like, everybody could be doing a little better, Wigs, I mean, Wigs hasn't been yet the Wigs we saw in the Celtics series, but he has just been solid throughout these playoffs, when you consider how the break he took and coming back. Um, he's been solid, you know? Like, mm-hmm. that's impressive. You know, I feel because he's not so splashy, he doesn't get, like, the praise and stuff like that, but he's been solid, you know? And then Kevon Looney again, in his minutes, his last minutes was hella effective. I mean, you saw the difference. Like, Jermichael Green was fine, but you saw the difference in, like, Looney not being on the court. And, like, I get it that... Excuse me, sorry, late on the East Coast, guys. I get it that Jermichael provided more spacing and he was making some shots, but they didn't get a lot of second shot attempts when they were missing because Loon wasn't out there. And that was like very clear and very visible. So his um, absence, the impact of it was really clear. But in his time when he did play, it's like, oh yeah, there's our Loon. I mean, he's just a beast, man. He's a beast. Mm Mm-hmm eight rebounds in 12 minutes like production is crazy um and this lakers team outside of ad is not very big so he'll be he'll have a plenty of rebounding opportunities even with ad there you know he still battles ad for some rebounds which slows down their fast breaks um and stuff like that so yeah shout out to loom but back to moody i mean he needs more minutes he needs more minutes. I think he played 26-ish today, which is – I think that's – I mean, for him. it was a blowout at the end. Yeah. He played I want to see him in more. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I would have started him over Jermichael. I think he does everything better than Jermichael. I mean, you would think mentally, you know, the size thing with Jermichael, like if he ends up switched on AD, he'll have a better chance theoretically to guard him. Um but for the same reasons that, you know, you don't necessarily want to play Looney with Draymond is why I would put Moody in there. Um, you can't expect Jermichael to shoot like this all the time. But I do think Moody is a legitimate three-point shooter. And if they're going to leave him open, he will knock down those shots at the same clip that Jermichael was hitting at tonight. 
And then he's just active, smart. defensive plays, too. Make it, exactly. He he knows how to play. His main thing so far in his career has been, like, a lack of burst, quickness, strength, stuff like that. Like, because he's young and he's not super athletic in that way, but he does have his athletic advantages. Um, and he has a tremendous IQ. So it, it showed through today. Hopefully he can continue to get minutes and continue to play well because he does add, like, some of the things that Andre does with his back cutting, but he also, you know, adds shooting and just, you know, he's just a good player. So, and he's kind of cooking Braun. I'm not going to lie. He had two plays yeah. on Braun. Yeah. Like, Whoa, okay. Braun's kind of taking him lightly. Getting DNP'd and not getting playtime over freaking two-way players to come and do this. I mean – I'm sorry, like, yeah, great, you put Jermichael Green in, but this has to be, like, no matter what happens, like, you got to call out Kerr for this bullshit. Like, it just, <laughs> you had this on the bench the whole year? Right, that's crazy. Been calling for Moody Minutes, and, you know, it's a little bit on Moses as well. Like, when he did play, he didn't play like this. He but didn't. you always know that the potential for stuff like this was there. And if he got more consistent minutes, just like Jonathan did, right. he got bet. Jonathan got better as the season went on, as his minutes remained consistent. And you can only uh, assume that the same thing would have happened for Moody and it would have paid more dividends. But it seemed like he was getting plenty of work in, you know, on his own <laughs> over the course of the season because Mr. Stay Ready has obviously stayed ready. And, I think he's going to be one of those pieces that got to help them going forward. I think he fills in for some of what Otto was doing. He's just not that big and like, you know, as like, you know, good of a rebounder as Otto was, but he does a lot of the other stuff. Yeah. Um, I really think he wasn't doing this in the regular season because the leash was, I don't like leash, but because it was such a short, you know, rope. And so it's like, well, let me not make a mistake. And then also like that shit just gets in your head. You're human, you know, like you're not playing free. You're not playing loose. So we talked about it throughout the year on this podcast. So it just like really pisses me off because you basically stunted his development for a year for bullshit, for no disrespect, but for Ty Jerome and Anthony Lamb, bullshit. It's exactly what it was. And in a way now, you look at Kaminga and you're like, man, he probably could help a little bit too. Um, You know, I thought this series was more of a Kaminga series, but the way that the Lakers are playing defense kind of makes you lean a little bit more into the, the the shooters and the spaces of the team. So I can understand because even Gary didn't play. I was say, is this why Gary Payton the second isn't getting minutes? I think so. I think so. They're not trying to play anybody that can't shoot unless it's Looney or Draymond. And obviously those guys are being limited to how much they're playing together as well. So as long as the Lake, the Warriors can hold up defensively, I don't think it hurts them as much to not play the Garys and the Kamingas of the, on the team. But um, we'll see when they go on the road, when those three point shooters just aren't as good, you know, just by, you know, the natural order of things. Maybe they'll lean into more of the defensive guys and the play finishers, the dunkers and stuff like that, Kaminga and, and Gary. But I think it made a little bit of, a little bit more sense today to to play the the shooter guys. So 
we'll see. I gotta tell you, Dante's been annoying me a little bit. <laughs> he's been annoying me. Yeah, he's been annoying me too. Like, I like Dante. We've been big Dante people, but like some of these fucking threes when he's taking them in the shot clock and, um, you know, like even that like stepping back and like the turnover because he stepped back and like, why don't you fucking know where your feet are, bro? Like, <laughs> like the playoffs, you cannot be having these fucking stupid turnovers. I hate them. Yeah. And it's, it's, it sucks because he pretty much exclusively plays with Jordan and Jordan makes a lot of the same issues, mistakes, but Jordan is obviously a much better offensive player. So you can live with some of the shots that he takes, but with Dante, it's like, bro. Like he's taking them deep. deep. That's who y'all should be mad like, at for taking yeah. that shit deep. The fuck? Right. And it's like, early in not. the shot clock. And he's not that level of shooter, never been. Like he had, I think he had his best shooting season this year, over 40% or whatever, but bro. You are not, you are not that, my guy. You are really not no. that. So and then there are times it drives me crazy because like, and like like he hustles a lot and he'll go grab something and give them sometimes a second possession. But sometimes it also be annoying me because he will drop he will get right all the way to the fucking rim. And then dribble and then, right back out. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, like he can't make a lot, he can't make layups. I mean, he made one earlier in the game. But, yeah, I don't trust him to finish in there. So, just pass the ball. Don't even don't even dribble in there. Just pass the ball, bro. Get out the way. Man, shout out to White Dante, man. Hell of a regular season player. I just don't think that his archetype of player, given his size, is not, is not going to be super effective in the playoffs. Um, you know, it just is what it is. That's why the NBA is the NBA, like. Guys that are shorter than six 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 seven have a hard time being effective in the playoffs unless you can really shoot it, really athletic, can really handle the ball, really defend, stuff like that. He's just kind of good at everything but not great at anything, any one thing. Um, and he's not the most athletic guy out there, and obviously he's not the smartest guy out there. So it really it really hurts sometimes, but – going to be very interesting to see what kind of contract he gets after this season because it looked like he was on the way to like big yeah. money and then like people are going to see how he is in this postseason and yeah I think somebody will throw some a little bit of money at him yeah I, I want to say he'll get in the Caruso GP2 range contract which is around like eight nine mil a year but those two guys are clearly playoff players like you can play Caruso you know, deep in the playoffs, he's won a championship. Same thing with Gary. Um, hopefully, Dante is a part of a championship team this season, but you could just see his impact ain't like theirs is. Um, but there's going to be some team that, you know, throws a slight little three-year, 22 type of, you know, three-year, 23 type of deal at him. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. 
Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Yeah. Um, Draymond was great defensively tonight, but, like, his offensive game and all that shit he was throwing up, I was not Yes. Yeah, I mean, he was making his layups, which is, you know, all you can ask for. How many floaters did he throw up that just like nowhere near anything? <laughs> yeah, the floater ain't really his thing. I mean, I guess what's what's I mean, no, but like, he was just like throwing it at the rim. I'm like, Tremont, right? What yeah, is actually, happening right now? Actually, like, that had no chance of getting in, right. there was no touch to it, there was like nothing. Like, what are we doing? I can do that, <laughs> I can go out on the court and do that. Yeah, he had a little midi today, though, he had a midi, little jumper. He did. And like when he just like dunked it or did, like did the little layup, but like when he's trying to like, you know, because mm. if you're going to push it and then like throw up a floor, you got to make that shit. Like he just did it a few times and it was like getting on my nerves. So, but <laughs> his defense was stellar and he was definitely containing AD and, um, you know, limited the foul. So I let it go, but I wasn't mm. feeling him <laughs> offensively. Wasn't feeling him offensively, Justin. Yeah, the finishing is not his strong suit, but I mean, he had nine assists. I think he was making really good decisions out of those roles. Mm-hmm. Um, once they double Steph and he was doing his thing as, as a passer. Uh, I mean, yeah, he won this matchup with AD. This game, last game, you could say AD won the matchup, even though he didn't really match up with him one-on-one as much as he should have in game one. But yeah, I think this more or less decides the series. I think, you know, he doesn't have to be this good every game for them to win, but as long as he doesn't let AD, like, decisively outplay him, then the Warriors will have a much better chance of winning because I do think Steph is just going to be the best player in the series as far as impact regardless. But if Dre can diminish Dre's, I mean, AD's impact and, you know, add a little bit of offense himself and make sure he's not sitting out the game with foul trouble, then they should be able to kind of not breeze through, but it shouldn't be as close as people think this is going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, no, for, for sure. And I mean, and just make your free throws, please. Like he's like, <laughs> yeah, his free throws been really bad lately, but nah, he was definitely like, you know, solid tonight, you know, and like I said, you know, just, I mean, Clay was incredible. We were we were due for a Clay game. It didn't actually come in the King series like we thought, so we were due. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, he has you know maybe playing at home in LA in front of his people. But it'd be great if he could give us a couple more. Um, he usually goes crazy in LA, huh? He usually goes crazy in LA. Like that's like he loves playing there, so he usually has really good games there. Need him. And Poole, please show up. Show up, my guy. Get out of your head. I'm going to pray for Jordan Poole. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to. No, look, I don't mean because there's, it's clearly a lot of it is mental at this point. I think he's in his head. You got Cameron and Mace think- fucking making podcasts about you. Like, bro, like, I get it. They're doing it for jokes, but it's just like everybody wants to joke, joke, joke. But at some point, that shit affects you. Like, people are human. They are human. And even though he's not on Twitter, a lot of that shit's on Instagram. I know he hears it. 
Yeah, his friends are on Twitter, so I'm sure they send. I mean, he he knows stuff. It's definitely mental. I mean, he's too talented for him to be playing a certain way and it not be. Um, I don't think he's physically hampered, so he's definitely in his head. Um, but I'm sure all these players that's, that's surrounding him have been there. You know, Clay has been very vocal about how much people have talked about him and how it's gotten to him. And, you know, Steph has been – his name has been thrown into the fire plenty of times as well. Definitely Draymond. Um, so these guys, these guys understand, he just got to make sure he leans into their leadership and, you know, especially Steph and Clay as scorers and shooters themselves, maybe he's probably not going to Draymond for that type of stuff, but, um, he gotta, he gotta talk to them and, you know, they gotta help him get through this cause they've been through it before. And ultimately his time, ta- his talent is going to shine through because he is too good for him to continue to play the way that he's been playing on both ends of the ball so i do feel like when it actually comes it's going to come in like an avalanche kind of like game one like we thought he was breaking through he had six threes and then he went right back to making some questionable decisions in this game so hopefully he can break through that wall again and just stay on the other side of it even if he isn't amazing just be consistently good you know don't be terrible that's that's all you got to do Maybe it'll be against his old foes, the Denver Nuggets, if we see yeah, right. um, Maybe that'll bring it out of him. But yeah, Pool, I'm gonna pray for you. I'm gonna say a special prayer for you, my guy. Um. Well, yeah, series is even. One-one. Good things. Good things. Next game is Saturday. It's Saturday. Yeah, 